Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it is that time again. You don't know, you won't know, and that's why we're here to tell you. But my name is Dangerous Duke. And I'm your boy, Stevie Jobber. Welcome back over to the Dangerous Jobbers podcast, just putting wrestling over one podcast at a time. And this week was, boy, it was a week to say the least. It wasn't too crazy. It wasn't too terrible in some places, but that's what we're here to do. We're here to dissect everything that went down and what was good and what was bad. And I'm going to kick it off this week with the wrestler of the pod. Uh, The wrestler of the pod this week is a person I've actually been following for a little bit, but she's just starting to, you know, get her feet under her. Her name is Sky Blue. Uh, She's a former GCW women's champion, former CSW women's champion, and a 0-1 wrestling champion. And also, she just recently made her debut on AEW Dark. Hey, okay. AEW is definitely doing their due diligence. We're finding some great talent that they can build up, and they got a good one in her for sure. Young chick, great in the ring, awesome style, awesome look. She's definitely worth checking out if you haven't checked her out already. Okay, I dig it. I dig it. Yeah, I like the fact that AEW is starting to, you know, care more about their women's wrestling and kind of build more from the ground up as opposed to already take established talent or formerly established talent, and they're actually trying to build up younger talent. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. I, I like their reach out to the indies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if you definitely haven't checked her out, she's worth checking out for sure. Um, so we're going to kick it off with the indies this week. Well, not really the indies. I'm going to do something a little different. I'm going to jump to Impact real quick. Okay. Because there's not there wasn't much to report on as far as Impact goes, but we touched on this last week, and Bullet Club member El Fantasmo was making his debut in the Impact Zone, and I guess he's making his presence known in the X division because mm. his first match was against VSK and pretty much squashed VSK. Like it okay. was a, like it was, he didn't squash him completely squash him like a jobber, but it was essentially a squash match for VSK. The match Actually. wasn't, wasn't that long as maybe about six minutes, five minutes, if that. Okay. So it's interesting. It's interesting to see where they go with him going forward and how he's going to play into the X division. Because isn't TJP the X division champ right now? Uh, no, TJP just lost to um, uh, the dude that used to team with uh, Ethan uh, Ethan Page, uh, Josh Alexander. Oh, okay, okay. I, I thought it was TJP. I was going to say if it's TJP, I don't mind him taking that belt from. TJP, yeah, but easy victory. Yeah, so I mean, it's only a matter of time. But I see, I want to see where they go with El Phantasmo. If they push him towards Kenny, if they don't push him towards Kenny. Mm-hmm. But I just figured, uh, let me touch on it real quick. That El Phantasmo beat VSK. Um, not the person from Bullet Club I expected though. Uh, no, no, wasn't he in the tag team with Bone Soldier? Uh, I I believe so. I yeah. want to say him and Bone Soldier were always yeah. like the tandem pair. Yeah, it was either him and Bone Soldier or him and uh Yujiro Takahashi. Okay, so it was either it was one of them too. But I, I Bone Soldier sounds more correct. Um, 
I would have expected it to be Tomatonga more than anything. Yeah. Yeah, you'd expect him to be the first person, but you know, when they when you're trying to build up, yeah, it started smaller. Yeah, at least we're getting some bullet club in TNA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, next, yeah, next up we're gonna jump to MLW and our boy, former wrestler of the pod, Myron Reed. Him and Leo Rush had a barn burner of a match. And I could I could really see these two fight forever. I, I would not complain. Yeah, when they bit. when they clash in the ring, it's kind of that kind of that kind of vibe where they could you can see this, you could watch this multiple times and not yeah, get tired like, of it. Like their styles match up so well that it's something that you could just watch over and over and you'll never get tired of it. Yeah, and they but, gotta go, they gotta go one more time. Oh yeah, yeah, to complete that trilogy. Mm-hmm. But like we just said, they gotta go one more time to complete the trilogy because in the second runaround, Myron Reed came up victorious and he got back his middleweight championship. Sadly. You say sadly like it's a bad thing to see Myron Reed as a champion. It's not, but I, I, I was hoping Leo could uh start to become a little bit of a belt collector on his own, you know. <laughs> yeah, but didn't last too long. I guess now he's just uh the triple A cruiserweight champ. Yeah, I mean, he had a nice little run while it lasted. He was a double champ, and you know yeah, what they say—he was a double champ for a month or two. You know what they say: the double champ does whatever the fuck he wants. So, mm-hmm. shout out Conor McGregor. Uh, but yeah, that's gonna set up a trilogy somewhere down the line, and I really don't know who takes that. I don't know who takes the trilogy. Like, does does Leo take it or? being the savvy veteran, or does the young goat Myron Reed get Leo to job out to him and win the trilogy? I think it depends on where they want to go with it. Like, um, it, it depends on where they want to go with it, and it depends on what the plans for Leo Rush really are. I was going to say, because I kind of have not an idea, but more of like a fantasy booking aspect. Mm-hmm. Let's say Myron Reed wins the trilogy, right? He wins the next match. His Injustice homie comes out, celebrates with him. And then Jordan Oliver just turns on him and says he wants the title. No, no. I mean, it'll keep you watching. Not Injustice. (laughs) There's going to be an Injustice within Injustice. I don't want it to happen, but I mean, I think it would make for some pretty entertaining shit, if you ask me. Yeah, but I don't want to see it until they win the tag titles. But then what's the point once they win the tag titles, man? There's like no there's like no oomph to it. And I'm never one to see somebody turn heel and turn on their friend, but at that point in time, I think it'll probably make for pretty entertaining TV. And then plus you'll see something you don't normally see, and that's me as the heel mm. and you and you pulling for the face. Yeah. That's true. That's true. I mean, at least from our standpoint. I'm normally, I'm normally the heel guy. Yeah. You're normally the heel guy, and I hate to say I'm the face guy. I like to say I'm more the anti-hero guy, but a lot of people seem to think it's the face guy. Yeah, yeah. You're you're you've been known to be Captain America more than anything else. Uh, I, I I can't dispute that because it's true. But so, I, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, but Myron, 
the great retaining his or regaining his middleweight championship. And hopefully that sets up a trilogy down the line that I'm pretty sure a lot of indie fans would pay good money to see. And who knows, maybe when a MLW comes to Philadelphia, maybe that'll be where the trilogy culminates. Yeah. So I have a theory about that. Um, it looks like they sold out before we could buy tickets to go. Damn. Um, Cause I so we so wanted to go there. Um, you know, we wanted to be ringside. I had a whole thing about it, but it's 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 fine. Um, if we can't go, we can't go. But I have you know a theory. What? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm. I'll let you finish first, and then I'll say something. I have a theory um, that uh, the the head, the face of uh, Azteca Underground, formerly known as Lucha Underground. Um, is combining um, an announcement and kind of combining Azteca Underground with MLW on July 10th when they're in Philly. Mm. I have a theory now that um, he's announcing his new temple soon. He's building a new temple. Um, Mm. And the new temple for Azteca Underground, in my theory, is going to be the old ECW arena where they're having the event, the two, the 2300 arena. Oh, that would be beautiful. Formerly, formerly the ECW arena. And they had a can, they had a GoFundMe or something for a while because um, it, there was talks of it uh, about to be uh, shut down. Yeah. I think they got with somebody to pay to do the arena for their tape. Oh, hmm. So they might be using the 2300 arena as the new Aztec underground temple. Oh, that would, that would just burn a hole in our pockets because we would be there every damn show. It, listen, if, if we do it right, uh, they might, uh, we might become, you know, their people. Hey man, we can get in. We with can, them you and- know, we tag team with them, do some exclusive interview. Let's not give away our business plan on air, but yeah, that's we can my make theory. Some magic happen. That's my theory, man. Uh, and uh, if it comes true, that would be one more thing that I called before it happened. <laughs> it's not a prediction; it's a <laughs> spoiler. No, nah, but I was gonna say, uh, since the ticket sold out and we might not be able to get to go. Maybe I'll have to hit up our good friend Bobby Rassels over at All About Wrestling and see mm. if uh, see if he could slide us an autograph or two for oh yeah for because I know I know me personally I'm gonna want a Jordan Oliver autograph and you'll probably want a Leo Rush autograph absolutely absolutely so maybe we maybe we could work something out with Bobby Rassels to see what he can do over there at All About Wrestling yeah shout out to him man all right so that's the MLW news and. Now we're going to jump into Ring of Honor. They had their 500th episode recently, which, and shout out to them for hitting 500. Yeah. Not something that uh, not something that many people can say nowadays, being an indie, an independent promotion. Mm-hmm. A lot of independent promotions don't even hit 500 or come close to 500. So that's yeah. a good milestone for them. And their, their show was based around two main events, which I think honestly are Pretty damn good main events. Yeah, had, definitely special ones you wouldn't see every day. Yeah, yeah, you wouldn't normally see these two these two main events. First one was 
uh, Jay Briscoe against his brother, Mark Briscoe. And they had a hardcore personified match. Mm. But the only thing I wasn't a huge fan of personally was the ending. It ended with Mark Briscoe getting the victory over Jay via count out. Mm. And I think for a Ring of Honor show of that capacity, I don't know why you would go the count out route. Yeah, you would kind of want a definitive, you know what I mean? Or even like a roll-up kind of deal, but not a count-out, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, like, the... like the roll-up I can see because if you go the roll-up route, it doesn't make it seem like one brother is is like more dominant over the other. Right. It makes it just seem like, all right, he pulled a little sneaky one. Mm. The count-out and a match like that with two brothers kind of feels like lazy writing to me or mm. sloppy writing. Yeah. Especially with those two. Like, those two are, like, probably the toughest SOBs in Ring of Honor. So, to see that, see their match end on a countout is is not, it's kind of lackluster. Yeah. I could see even, like, a an injury deal where um, they've just worked a body part up so bad mm-hmm. that, that they, that they there's can't no continue. coming back. Yeah, there's no coming back from it. And you just, you got to put the finish on them because... At that point, yeah. there's nowhere else to go. He can't fight back. So he just yeah. asks for you to end it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like the, the count out route, it, it felt kind of like sloppy writing, which, you know, for for other shows, it kind of felt like a sort of like a theme this week. But we'll, mm. we'll kind of dive into that a little bit as we go. Yeah. Um, and the second main event was, again, another tag team, Jonathan Grisham versus Jay Lethal for the Ring of Honor Pure Championship. The one I was really excited about. Yeah, and that match actually was pretty damn good. Uh, it ended with Grisham getting the getting the victory over his teacher and Jay Lethal, mm-hmm. which I'm pretty sure most people seen coming. Yeah, I kind of saw that coming. I mean, I didn't think because Le- Lethal's always known to give back to the business, whether he was in Impact or Ring of Honor. He he's always been a dude that's like willing to help out younger talent. He's trained so much, pe- so many people under him, whether in ring of honor or outside of ring of honor. Mm-hmm. So I could have, I could have called this a mile away seeing lethal, let his young boy get the victory over him. Yeah. Did you see the finish to that one? Was that a clean finish? I would imagine. Yeah, I think it was a clean finish. I didn't, okay. I didn't get a chance to see the whole match, just the highlights, but I think it was a clean finish. Okay. I mean, they, they shook hands after the match. Okay, so yeah, no so, underhanded, no. Yeah, I don't, I don't think there was any tactics to it because they did shake hands and hug after the match. So I, I think it was a clean finish. But for Ring of Honor's five hundred, five hundredth episode, they really did uh put two great main events together, for you know the amount of talent they have and what they're given. So, kudos yeah. to them on making a great show. Yeah, shout out to them. Congratulations. Um, and great thought just to two main events. It, it really celebrates the event more than it does, um, that the goings on at the time, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of what you want for a show like that. You don't really want to, you know, I mean, a, you know, a, a WWE route would be to go something that ties the story together. But a, as a fan, when you have that kind of event, you really just want to see something that uh you haven't seen before that yeah. you wouldn't normally see. Yeah, and that, that's what that, that that kind of felt like their um like how we kind of go the fantasy booking route. 
yeah. that felt like their fantasy booking. Yeah. Yeah. Like they they, they kind of just, you know, took storylines away from the show. I mean, they, they touched on storylines a little bit in the show, but it wasn't really a storyline based show. It was more, let's give the fans what we want for this milestone or what they want. 500th episode. Let's just do it. And yeah. it was a great show. Like a lot of, pe- I, I seen a lot of people uh, writing their reviews on it on Instagram or on Twitter, and they thought the show was great. So okay. the show has, po- it had positive reviews, more positives than negatives. Yeah, um, appreciate so. Yeah, shout, shout out, out to, the, shout out the Ring of Honor. I know one show that had that didn't have more positive reviews than their negatives, mm. and that and that was the AEW main event. Now, blood and guts, AEW war games. Now, let's hear your thoughts on this before uh, we get my thoughts. Um, so I was actually able to watch this entire thing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what to say? What to say? Well, first of all, um, I can tell you, I definitely didn't expect it to be war games, but. I was okay with that because, you know, you, I don't know, you got to come up with your own names for things when everything is trademarked and they obviously couldn't come out and tell you it was going to be war games. So there's and that I, part. <laughs> so they kind of had to, you know, sucker you into thinking they made a whole new match because there's really no other way to do it. You know, you can't come right out and say, Hey guys, we can't say we're doing war games but we want to do war games. So we're just going to call it blood and guts because it would, it would take the hype away from the match. But um, so I was okay with that. Um, I liked the outfits. Um, The match was okay. I saw some people online saying they did war games better than NXT. No, they didn't stop it. No, Stop stop it. I mean, don't get me wrong. I will say this. I think that it was more brutal than an NXT war games. Yeah. Like yeah. it was, it was definitely more, you know, blood and gore, but it wasn't, it wasn't as well put together as an NXT no. war. The, the end ring was not as good. Lots um, of boxes, lots but, of boxes. I counted at least five, but I will give it to the writing. Um, because the end ring, like the match itself wasn't fantastic, no. but, um, the finish, uh, was a route that I don't think NXT has ever gone before. They didn't, they never went the captain route. They always went the elimination route, um, or the pen, the first pinfall route. They never went with the, um, they never went with the, uh, forfeit route. So yeah, that, that was new like- that you didn't like the forfeit route. No, I I didn't because in a match that brutal, in a match of that, you know, capacity, yeah, I don't like the forfeit route. And plus, I feel like AEW or God, do I even want to say AEW? I feel like the core group of AEW, uh, the Cody Rhodeses, the Omegas, the Young Bucks. We'll throw Jericho in there because he's part of the first five, I guess, or the you know the Fab Five of AEW. I feel like they go the forfeit route an awful lot. 
Mm. Like they they've done it quite a few times. I know. Okay, you're if, thinking of like Cody with uh, MJF and um, yeah, like yeah, like I, I yeah, th- that's another one. MJF. So I feel like they go the forfeit route uh, quite a few times, and I don't really like the forfeit route when it's done too much. I feel like a lot of that that's part of the reason that a lot of people didn't like the match was because they went the forfeit route. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people seem to think that it's also that bump that Jericho took at the end. Like they they did the best that they could with that bump. I know a lot of people wanted them. Well, here here's my thing. Okay, because I I can't disagree with that. Um, I I I I'll, I'll disagree. I'll disagree with the forfeit thing. I thought, but you make a great point. Now that I think about it, I I disagree with the forfeit. Uh, idea for that match only because um, NXT War Games has never done the forfeit route. Mm-hmm. So I felt like they wanted to, because they want to be the alternative, they went with the option no one ever really does. So I get that. You don't want to seem like there's a definitive winner between the two groups just yet if they want to do one more of these. Um, so you want to go the forfeit route which shows just how, you know, um, better of a mind MJF is. I, I, I can agree with the spot. Like, for the people that were mad that, like, uh, maybe how they set up the spot, I have to disagree with you. Like, they have to take care of their people. It is what it is. Yeah, like that. I, yeah, like, you can't. You can't have this dude. Jericho is what? Close to 50 years old, if not 50 years old. You can't have Jericho taking the Mick Foley bumps, falling, you know, 20 feet and going through nothing but sheet metal and wood and concrete. Yeah, you guys, to- you guys got to remember, like, this isn't the 90s. You know what I mean? Jericho's yeah. not Shane McMahon. We can't just throw him through a stage and expect him to be OK the next week. I mean, but if there's people that like, and these guys were already busting themselves up pretty bad in this match. Like there was a, there was actually a spot where they found I forget who the exact wrestler was, but they they found like a like a short little spot in the match where somebody was blading. I gotta mm-hmm. find it. I gotta find it again and show you. But somebody bladed in the match. I just don't remember who it is. Somebody okay. did blade though, and then. Like these people were really like destroying themselves in this match. Like Sammy Guevara almost gave me a damn heart attack. Mm. Like from when he went to jump from ring to ring, and I I think he went to jump on MJF or Wardlow. Mm-hmm. He fucking fell as he was doing the second jump. Like he jumped from the first rope to the second rope, and he fell right after he hit the second rope and landed on his head. Mm. Like I was keeping track of all the botches in this match. There was like four or five. Sammy Guevara had at least one. Uh, Wheeler had another one. Wardlow and Hager had a spot where they fucked up and fell. I think when Wardlow was trying to pick up Hager and he fell. And then there was maybe one other botch in the match. But there was a few botches where they were really tearing each other up. And you could tell that it did some damage. So, yeah. So the only thing I the only thing I wish they would have did differently um, because you know those as far as the guys in the match and how the match went it is what it is uh 
But I do know a lot of people, I do know a lot of fans were mad because this was actually brought to my attention by, you know, a fellow listener of this podcast, Fetch Frequency. Yeah. And I had to look this up for myself to see if it was true. Yeah. AEW had to issue refunds for this show. Yeah. Because they taped the mm-hmm. actual Blood and Guts match. Yeah. So AEW ended up issuing a few refunds to fans for this show. He told me, I was like, yeah, no way. I, how the hell did they end up having to issue refunds? And I pull it up. Yeah, they, a lot of fans wanted their money back. That I can't disagree with at all either. Like, <laughs> this should have been live. It definitely should have been, but I commend like, Tony Khan for that. Like, I get it that you taped it and whatever, but I, I don't pay all that money to not see the bloody see, guts match. Yeah, I don't, I don't pay money to go to a show and only see half the show. Like, like you're going to give me half my money back? Come on now. What's, yeah, what's the right, deal here? Exactly. Exactly. You can't. You I can't. want what I paid for. I want what was advertised. And I'm right. not getting what was advertised. So I need my money back. Like, imagine me and you paying uh, how much we pay to get uh, front row seats to a pay-per-view like uh, Money in the Bank, and we don't see the Money in the Bank match. Fuck that. I want my money back. You know what I mean? So I get it. The only thing I disagree with, um, I don't disagree with the setup, but I disagree with the way MJF still threw him off the the, uh, blood and guts. So Yeah, it, it didn't feel right. It didn't feel right. It feels like... I, I wish he didn't hesitate at all. Like I wish. Well, you you. I wish Jericho what had to was, tell him what to do. Jericho walked his ass through that whole last segment of the match. Yeah, but I wish what he did was I wish I wish there was no waiting. Like I wish he held him and he was you know they did that whole bit where it's like forfeit now I'm gonna drop him da 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 and they yeah. forfeit. I wish right after they said he forfeit and MJF saw the the ref ring the bell he kicked mm-hmm. his ass off the cell immediately. Yeah, like, don't even let go of him. He let you, go of him. He walked away. Then he went back and pushed him off. I wouldn't have did that. I'd have been like, as soon as you, as soon as he rung the bell, all right, we won. Kick his ass anyway. And you've seen this because I was live on our YouTube channel. Well, I was live on Fetz's YouTube channel, and you've seen this. Me and Fetz sat there talking about this. Like, what the hell are they gonna do? Why are they waiting? And yeah. Fetz point Fetz pointed out, is he telling him what to do? And sure mm. enough, five seconds later. He kicks him off the cage and we're like, wow, he was Jericho was really walking this man through, telling him what to do, when to do it, how to do it. When they did it, I'd have kicked him off anyway, man. It is I, as better. Soon as the, it feels more real that way. Like, I, why I would wanna, you wait and rethink your MJF is too evil of a guy. He's the kind of guy that immediately after he won, he would throw you off. Yeah, wouldn't wait. It was about a 30 second wait. Yeah, he, he, he had a yeah, it long was, time to it think was, about it. If I was him, what I would have did was, like you just said, I agree with you 100%. As soon as the bell rings, ding, 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 the match is over, I wouldn't have waited 30 seconds. I would have looked at Jericho and just gave Jericho that good game tap on the shoulder and then kicked his ass off. I wouldn't have walked away, caught my breath, walked back over, then looked at him, then gave him a tap, then kicked him. Like, what's there to think about? I would have just looked up at the sky, got that evil villain deep breath in, tap him on the shoulder, and then kick him off the cage. And that (laughs) takes about seven seconds. You wasted a whole 30-something seconds just lollygagging. Yeah, like, what were you trying to throw? Airtime or something? Like, what is this? Just throw him, you know what I mean? 
you can show like, airtime with as soon as the bell rings, you know, tell them, you know, uh, uh, good game, <laughs> smile, yeah, like, smile like, and kick them off. You know what I mean? <laughs> you can fill the airtime with the inner circle trying to talk to Jericho and get the get the medical staff while he's been done been kicked off the cage. Exactly. But this, this match wasn't as good as the NXT War Games match at all. Any of them. Um, wasn't as good as WCW's War Games matches. Damn it. So is it safe to say this is the worst War Games match? Um, of recent time. Of recent times? I mean, they knock it out of the park every NXT War. See, that's why people got to stop playing. Like, y'all can say whatever y'all want about NXT. Um, when, but when it comes in to that war, but they when don't. When it comes to certain matches, they NXT don't have delivers. they don't have bad takeovers ever, ever, ever. Think about it. Really think about it. They've yeah, never right. had a bad takeover. You've right. never Take finished him, watching takeover, a takeover and being like that. Takeover. Sucked. No. Okay. So, not that they haven't had bad takeovers, but they just have. They haven't had takeovers that lived up to the hype. Certain takeovers for a stretch in time were not as they were still good, but they weren't as great as takeovers previous. And then there was takeovers after that were better. So I'll say there was a stretch in time when there was certain takeovers that weren't as great as the ones previous. But there's never been a terrible takeover that I can say. Like they've had some lackluster ones that weren't as good as ones previous, but there's never been a terrible one. Mm. At least none that I can think of. Yeah. All right, so let's see. Next up on the docket, we got some... You got some NXT news for us? Yeah, let's run through NXT. Um, What are your thoughts on Cameron Grimes and, like, where this whole million-dollar man thing is headed? Do you think Uh, he's going to manage him? I think the million-dollar man is... Going to teach him how to diversify his portfolio and his stocks. And, I don't want to hear that shit. No and, maybe, that and maybe shit. tell him to look at some Ethereum hear that shit. Or, or some Dogecoin or some, you know, Bitcoin, some crypto. He's going to tell him to stay away from the WWE stock. Mm-mm. He would definitely tell I could, him that. Something I wish yeah. I did, but hey, that's neither yeah. here nor there. <laughs> um, no, but I like it. If they actually make they're making these little vignettes with it and teasing it. If it happens, I'm all for it. That's what I want. I want them to get together. I want them to bring back the million dollar title. Um, I want Cameron Grimes to go to the moon. Ooh. Yeah. They bring back the million dollar title. You think they could use that as their, uh, they don't really have a second. Well, no, yeah, they do the cruiserweight title. I was gonna say they don't really have a second mid card title, but they got the cruiserweight. Wait, is the cruiserweight still NXT or is that UK now? The cruiserweight? No, it's it's more it's more uh, American land now. Okay. Uh, than UK because they unified them. Okay, so yeah, I guess they got a second mid card title then because their mid card division is mostly cruiserweights anyway. And I Asylum. feel like I feel like the million dollar title is very it's it's a it's a secondary title, but it's a specialty title. It's like a it's it's like a complete opposite version of um the FTW title. Where I was just FT, about to say. yeah, where the FDW title is like a, a grimy 
uh, 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 anything goes kind of title, the million dollar title is kind of really only for assholes. Yeah, so it's basically like the it, that's like the NXT's version of UFC's BMF title. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like you people in that category is like Cameron Grimes, uh, L.A. Knight. Um, I gotta pause you for a second because you just said L.A. Knight, and when you said it's for people like the first name that popped in my damn head was Eli Drake. <laughs> yep. God, I gotta remember. I gotta remember these damn name changes, dude. Is L.A. Knight is the Velveteen Dream is. It's uh, it's uh, who else is a total asshole? Gargano in theory. It's like yeah, it's like Gargano. It's like uh, Adam Cole if he had nothing better to do. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's those kind of joints. Like I could see uh, even um, I could see even um, Santos. I, I, I could see even Santos, Santos Escobar taking Swerve it for Scott, a little bit. Yeah. Swerve Scott, yeah. It's for them. It's for Damn, there's a lot of mid card assholes in NXT. Exactly, which is why we fit. But anyway, there's there's um, an abundance of mid card assholes in NXT. It was fit, but anyway, um, Candice and Indy are the new tag team women's champions. They Indy won a wrestling. Fight. Um, they're still trying to keep Indy away from uh, away from um, who's our guy. Loomis, um, Dexter Loomis. Um, so that's still wrestling. So I'm happy for them because um, I had called them winning the titles like a month ago. Yeah, that 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 was only a matter of time. So they they got a Candace has been there too damn long and not had the woman's title that she has to get something on her resume. Seriously, <laughs> to to make her at least you know say that she's. She can bring gold home too. Yeah, as much as they want to, like, always shove her down our throats, saying she's and, so accomplished. I never give her. It's yeah. What what has she accomplished like, for the long? Exactly. The longest she's accomplished, tenured. The she's longest accomplished tenured a great NXT, marriage. Yeah, the the longest tenured NXT superstar, or the longest tenured NXT women superstar, to not win a title. Exactly. So I think she broke Johnny's that's, record. <laughs> that's absolutely pointless. So. Um, past that, um, the you want to do women's or you want to do men's title picture? Um, let's start with let's start with the women's title picture. Yeah. So, um, latest thing this week is um the sit down that Raquel and Mercedes had with each other. Um and uh Raquel Gonzalez is afraid of Mercedes Martinez. Um so moving on to the men's uh, hold on, title hold picture. On. Wait, hold what? on. That was that was all the news. That was all of it. We we not we, we not was, we not just gonna go that was right all I past had. that. Like you ain't say what you just said. That was the news. That was it. That was all I had. But, uh, hold on, let me let me go back. Raquel Mercedes. Bullet points, Raquel, scared of Mercedes. That was it. That was all I had. So moving on to the men's. Um, ladies ladies and gentlemen, fellow listeners of the Dangerous Jobbers podcast, Stevie Jobber must have, you know, fell and bumped his head while we were away from recording. Um, I apologize for his antics, but, you know, we will move on and we will see if his antics can be corrected with 
the next title picture. So, Stevie Jobber, you now have the floor again. All right. Well, I feel fine. Um, most con- most people with a concussion do. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> so, next thing. Um, the title picture is growing uh, tremendously for the men's title picture. Cross hasn't exactly picked who he's fighting next, but um, it's getting to about four or five people because um, Finn is back. Pete Dunne is challenging anyone on the NXT roster to test the fact that he is the baddest man on the brand. And um, Kyle O'Reilly is open for business. Um, I'm thinking it's too early to take the title off a cross. So I don't want to go the Kyle O'Reilly route. Okay. Pete Dunn, I don't think is ready for the moment right now. Not to say he won't be, but I don't think he's ready for it right now. I feel like Pete Dunn is more of the, the heelish type or the, yeah, the, the heelish type kind of somewhat like cross. Mm-hmm. So I can X him out. I think right now the best bet is to let him and Finn get one more crack at it. Okay, I'm down for that. Yeah, I mean, because I I think Kyle's, it's only a matter of time before Kyle gets that shot. But I think they can find, if they can find a way to preserve Kyle for a bigger type of takeover, like maybe takeover SummerSlam, which we're not too far away from, because SummerSlam is normally, what, August? Mm -hmm. We're in May, so not a far stretch. You just got to figure out what to do for the next two months. I say you give Finn the next crack at the next pay-per-view. And then you build Kyle after that. Okay. Because then you can probably, at that point, I think Finn's done what he can in NXT. And then you can take Finn and either bring him up back to the main roster or you can send him over to NXT UK. and And use him to dethrone Walter. Okay, I dig that. What do you want to do with Dunn then? With Dunn, that's that's the tough thing. Um, who's in the picture right now for the North American title? Uh, Bronson. Just Bronson. Uh, Dexter still. And maybe LA Knight. What do you think about putting Dunn in the North American title picture? Because that's a title he hasn't had yet. That's easy. That's easy money. <laughs> you got done. You got done winning that title. Yeah, easy. Easy. I mean, I I would book that easy. because easy like you, money. Like you're saying, easy money. I would pick Dunn over Gargano. I would also say that their height is the same, close to the same. Their weight is relatively close to the same. 
their styles match up well with one another because we've seen Johnny can do the strong style wrestling and how would he how he is with another fellow strong style brawler wrestler mm-hmm. with Tommaso. Mm-hmm. I think it works. I th- I think at, for the short term right now to build for your next pay per view, that's kind of like the best case scenario. Okay. You, hell, you could even do like a fatal four way. You can do Bronson Reed, Loomis, Dunn, and Gargano. Oh, and you got your two heels, your two faces right there. Okay. Yeah, I dig it. Okay. Um, off of NXT, uh, not much main roster news. I say we hit the big points and hit the go home. All right. Well, the first big point I want to hit is we've been talking about this for a minute. Um, we've been saying for the last few pods, and a lot of fans have as well, that WWE is in dire need of some help in the women's division. Especially since they just let go of three very talented individuals with uh, Peyton Royce, Billy Kay, and Mickey James. And they have another fellow greatly talented individual in Becky Lynch still gone. And Lacey Evans is also gone. Yeah. So we've said that they need some dire help in their women's division in the worst way. Mm-hmm. So they decided to bring in none other than former WWE diva before they were female superstars diva Eva Marie. And that is about as exciting of a reaction as most fans have to this signing. I mean, I said I'd give her the benefit of the doubt. I will not. Because she was trained by Brian Kendrick before she left. She had spent some time, some significant time away training with Brian Kendrick. And when she reappeared in NXT, they kind of didn't give her the time of day. So, in fact, they hated her so much that they booed her out of the building before she even got to talk and cared nothing about her in-ring, whether it improved or disapproved. So this is my thing. With some of that heat possibly gone... If you guys can see me right now, I'm nodding my head. And Vince having total control over the audio... um, (laughs) (laughs) Vince is... Vince, man... I'm going to let you finish. Eva Marie now has a good chance um, to show her wrestling skills off the ones that she didn't get to show when she trained with Brian Kendrick. So she could possibly be at the very most Lacey Evans, which is not bad. The The only thing that would ruin it is if viewership totally goes down when she goes on screen, which I do not believe to be the case. Vince had the audio and sound control when Lars Sullivan came back, and even that couldn't save his ass. Yeah, but the world hates Lars Sullivan. I'm pretty sure the world world does not not hate Eva Marie. No, the world doesn't hate Eva Marie. The world just doesn't like Eva Marie. 
I don't know. We already are over it. I feel like we've seen this character a million times over. Yes, but how many times have you seen Mandy Rose? And that's and that is my point exactly. We already have an Eva Marie. It's Mandy Rose. We already have Mandy Rose is knockoff Trish Stratus. That's not true. Exactly. She's a watered-down Trish Stratus, but I'm putting that in a Even Marie is not Trish Stratus. Even Marie is uh, uh, closer to... I I kind of can't even say Mandy Rose is a knockoff Trish Stratus because if you look at that Emelina character that they tried to push so bad, it's Mandy Rose. Yeah. It's Mandy Rose. We already have the... um, We tried it with Emelina. It didn't work. We tried it with Mandy Rose. It kind of stuck. Then you tried it again with Liv Morgan. Didn't really work. Liv went back to the old Liv. Then you tried it again with Carmella, and you're still trying it with Carmella. We already have this type of character. Yeah, but before those characters were those type of characters, they were even Marie. Before those characters Mm. were those characters, they were even Marie. That's even that's even Marie's character. Yes, and she sucks at it. So they had to give it to somebody else. She didn't suck at it. Yes, she she sucked wrestling, <laughs> which no, she even, fixed. But we we had already had enough of her by that time. Even Marie sucked all over the board. I'm sorry. Oh, that, wow. that came that came out wrong, but it came out the way it was meant to come out. I mm. I wasn't a fan of hers from Jump Street. I, I didn't think she was good on the mic. I didn't think she was good in the ring. I didn't think she was good anywhere. She was. I didn't like her on Total Divas. I didn't like her. I, I sound like a Dr. Seuss book. I didn't like her here. I didn't like her there. I didn't like her anywhere. Mm. Well, she, we're she getting is, her back. I ask the listening audience, just give her a chance. Give her I mean, two I, weeks. Give her two gonna, weeks. Give her I'm gonna a free give trial. Her a chance. I'm going to give, give her a chance because... You know Mainly, I'll give her the chance, mainly because I have no choice. <laughs> we <laughs> have no choice. You kind of don't have a choice. If you're going to keep watching, you yeah, don't have We have no choice as fans. I have to keep watching to let these fans know what happened and what I think is good and what I think is bad. If I don't watch Raw or SmackDown or whatever show she's going to be on because I don't pay attention to her, if I don't watch it, I'm not going to know what happens. So I got no choice. But, I mean, I'll give it a shot, much yeah. to my chagrin, much to my dismay. But, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, give her the free trial. That's all I ask. Um, next will I be part. Able, um, will I be able to cancel after that? Probably not. Damn which it. is, okay. I mean, even more reason to give her a chance. All right. So, we'll, we'll give it a shot then. Um, next big, I mean, that's not. Is Charlotte getting back in the title picture really a big thing? I don't think it is. No, because it's going to happen almost every time. Yeah, so it's, I mean that's not really news. I feel um, like I feel like Charlotte getting back in the title picture is almost as guaranteed as you know the rain falling from the sky and the leaves changing colors and the sun rising in the morning. Yeah, I, I feel like that's almost guaranteed. Yeah, Charlotte Flair is getting another title shot. It just is what it is. Um, RK Bro still going strong. My boys, man. I love RK, bro. And I like their segments. Like, their segments are very much like Randy Orton is William Regal and Matt Riddle is Eugene. Yeah. 
Hey, Randy, check this out. <laughs> listen, kid, just shut up and listen. It, it, it's very. I did like, I did like the tomato second the tomato uh segment where he got thrown a tomato and uh, Riddle just rides by. Hey, Randy. Hey, Randy. <laughs> God, yo, they should make that a T-shirt. Hey, Randy. Just hey, Randy, and then Riddle's logo on the back. That would be hilarious. All right, so, well, that's still going strong. Good to see. The two big parts of the whole week. Wait, um, I, got, I got one more thing from Raw. All right, hit me. We got a major signing as well, aside from Eva Marie. Major signing? Yeah, th- this was just a big signing and all for Monday Night Raw this week. It's going to be a terrible signing. This is this was a no, this was a this was a big signing, man. He it's was undefe- be a terrible signing. It's gonna be undefeated. Terrible undefeated. Good. 49 and 0. Not like Floyd Mayweather, but 49 and 0 nonetheless. Nice. Mansoor. Where was he 49 and 0 at? <laughs> WWE India. Right. Things count over there. Yeah. 49 and 0. They hyped up that undefeated streak. And they sure did what enough, they do with every undefeated streak, and they, they no, this one they did worse because at least Oscar's undefeated streak lasted for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Ronda's lasted for a while. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Mansoor got signed, and not even an hour later, that motherfucker jobbed right out to Sheamus. <laughs> that record fell quicker than a sack of potatoes at a at a supermarket. Mm-mm. Poor and guy. Short. Poor guy. And like I thought during the match that uh I thought Umberto was gonna come out and help him. That wasn't even the case. Sheamus is just squashing the entire mid-card right now. He squashed Mansoor, he squashed uh Umberto again. It's just it's it's getting embarrassing. Like, are they gonna have Sheamus dominate everybody until Keith Lee comes back? Probably. I feel like that's the only They got one. nothing for him, but he earned a title. So they gave him a title. They didn't really have anything for him after it, but he deserved a title. He's, so he, they he, gave him the United States title. I mean, he deserved it. He's the so same. They gave it to him. They wasn't going to tell him that after they gave it to him, they had nothing for him, but he deserved it. So they gave it to him. I think right now he's Raw's equivalent of Rude and Ziggler. You have titles, but we have nothing for you to do. Exactly. 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 Yeah. All right. So, what um, was what was next on your docket? Uh, next big thing is ripping uh SmackDown throwback to shreds. Oh my god, that was. I mean, I I thought the AEW match was bad. What uh, is this? Like what? And you know what? It's terrible because I will tell you what happened. Um, 7.56 Friday night um, me and Mrs. Jabber are home cable is on and I'm saying um, it's four minutes till Smackdown uh, I guarantee you we're not going to get the fist Twitter's been going crazy all week oh we're going to see the fist oh the old setup uh, blah 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 this and, that, da, da, da. and I'm like we're not going to get the fist we're not going to get it I don't even think we're going to get the arch. I I said to myself, you know what? They're probably just going to smack the old logo onto the same set. I said this to her. 
And I was like, we got four minutes. I can literally turn over there and tell you we're going to get the same shit. And I turned over and we got a, a throwback video of an old SmackDown match. And then when they went to the set, it was the same fucking set. What did we get? What, did we, us- what changed? You changed the <laughs> graphics? So like, what? what? They what couldn't we, even. You, you put the SmackDown fist in CGI like that was going to be enough for me. Bro, they couldn't even change the fucking turnbuckles. The turnbuckles were the same. You didn't change the ring. You didn't change the ramp. You changed what? The referee shirt? And you had Michael Cole and Pat McAfee in different type of suits. You couldn't change the damn turnbuckles. Y'all got a big ass WWE warehouse. Y'all couldn't change turnbuckles and ring aprons. I mean, what is it about? Like, and then it, it got, I was so upset that uh, I didn't even finish watching it. I watched the the rest of what happened on SmackDown through YouTube because I wasn't going to sit here. Like, I realized, like, Vince wasn't going to get me. No. Vince wasn't going to berate me all week with this throwback SmackDown, not give me what I wanted, and expect me to sit here for two hours watching this shit. I wasn't going to do it. I mean, the show itself, well, well, I'll, I'll touch on the show a little bit since you didn't watch the entire thing. The show itself was lackluster for the most part. I can say this. Their main event was a 10-man tag match that Teddy Long had created. And I'm not going to lie. Normally, when you have a tag match that big, it's kind of sloppy. It's kind of like lost in the sauce or it doesn't really sound as or it doesn't really look as good as it sounds. This tag match was pretty damn good. Like it was probably one of the better 10 man tag matches I've seen in recent memory. The tag match itself was good. So they, they had an okay main event. But it wasn't enough to save them from the bullshit that they swindled on us. And then what else was there? Jimmy Uso came back. That is the end of this thing. That's my last point. That's the only thing I had is Jimmy coming back. Yeah, I, mean, I lost my shit when the other Uso came back. Yeah, like a lot of us, a lot of us were anticipating his return. We kind of figured it would be the show after Mania. Yeah, it wasn't, but hey, we're glad to see him come back. Yeah, it, it was worth it for him to come back. Um, now the question is, see, this is what I'm gonna ask you uh, before we get into this whole thing and we get to the last point of this pod. Um, who are you supporting? Between who? Between Jimmy and uh, the tribal chief. Um, I like Jimmy more than Jay. I always have. But um, Jimmy has made some fair points. Makes very good points. I can't go against the tribal chief. Okay, we're on the same page. Listen, I love Jimmy, right? I'm happy to see him back. I like the little brown Mm -hmm. highlight in his hair. You know, um, it's cool to see them back together, hugging and whatever and all this goodness. And but at the end of the day, listen, this is this is not Jimmy's show. No, this is the tribal chief show. Absolutely. This This is the head of the table. 
um, we're talking about here. And Jimmy, and Jimmy, I love you, but um, get in line. Yeah, or acknowledge step aside. him. Acknowledge him, bro. Like makes life so much easier. This for is you. this is bigger than him. Like for your family, for your family, for your for your wife, for your kids. Like just think, man, training them two kids you got, bro. Make life so much easier, so much more fruitful. You know, you don't see what he's trying to do here. Like, just imagine if Tamina got in line. Right. It'll make life so much easier for Natty, too. Facts. She'd be champion so much faster. (laughs) (laughs) The bloodline is just. Maybe that's how this ends. Maybe that's how she ends up beating Shayna and Nia. Maybe she falls in line with Roman (laughs) and Roman makes sure that she win that belt. Or she cuts off Nia altogether and goes after Bianca. Oh, snap. The, then the bloodlines got every Yo, title except maybe the, uh, Naomi, maybe Tamina falls in line and Naomi drops um Carmella and falls in line with J- with Jay. Wait, wait, who does she drop? <laughs> she drops uh uh, uh Lana. There you go. That's you who Naomi Carmella. Is I said Carmella, <laughs> same difference. What <laughs> did I just say blondes. earlier? They're all the They're same both. damn character. <laughs> You just made my point. Thank you very much, sir. As much as you tried to disagree with it, you just made it. Thank you. Anyway, Duke for the three. Naomi, Naomi drops Lana. Uh, Tamina falls in line, and they get together and just win the tag titles. Roman makes sure it happens. It's just, it's just easier that way. Like, Jimmy, I love you, but this is bigger than you, man. This is about your family. This is about... The Samoan dynasty. This is about the bloodline. Yeah, and Jimmy said he wants Jay to go back with the tag titles with him. Roman can make that happen. All they got to do is fall in line. Yeah, like you guys can get your tag titles. Roman stays world champ. Tamina, Naomi, women's tag champs. Like It becomes a whole lot easier. I'm saying, like, I love you, Jimmy, but... Then at that point, you get Nia. Yeah. Turn on Shayna. Go after Bianca. Women's I didn't yeah, champion. I didn't I didn't see how this turns out, Jimmy. You don't want to do this. You it is inevitable. He is the almighty Roman. He is the head of the table, the tribal chief, his tribal chief. He don't know it yet, but that's his chief. I mean, if Roman wanted to, he could probably get Paul the IC title. <laughs> the tribal chief has that much pull. Uh, shoot, if uh, if uh, Scrab Daddy can get a shot at the world title, anything is possible. Oh, my God. Can you just imagine Paul <laughs> Heyman with the Intercontinental title? <laughs> Not fighting any of his own battles. <laughs> never never defending the damn title. Just, just sitting there. Uniquely getting out of it every time. Um, but yeah, man, like I, I love that Jimmy's back. I'm so happy he's back and he's in for a, a rough next couple of months if he think he's just going to be on his own. Very much so. He, he's got a hard knock life ahead of him if he doesn't get in line with the tribal chief. But I'm here for it. Yeah, me too. I mean, I'm, I'm about just to. The, just the first brother's run was so fun. This is about to be a crazy next few months. Yeah, and I've always said Jimmy personally is I think Jimmy is personally better than Jay. So if that actually happens and Jimmy gets his go around, whew, I think they're gonna make some fire. Mm. Mm. Especially since he's got more fire to him. He's got more of a reason to be fired up than Jay did. Yeah. Yeah. Like like you turned my brother on me, but 
I'm going to do this and get my brother back. And then, you know, eventually he falls in line like he should. Right. Be out there fighting for his freedom, too. Mm-hmm. But it, it's going to end the same, man. No one's no one's above the head of the table. There's only one. Potentially one. Mm. But uh, he's in Hollywood right now. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The real provider that we don't talk about. Yeah, maybe, uh, maybe, maybe he could grace, uh, grace us with his presence sooner or later if you can uh, smell what we're cooking. Yeah, maybe, maybe towards the end of the year though, or or the start of next year. We we're not ready for it this year. We're not ready for it this year. Hey, I don't know, man. Fast and Furious. I don't know. He's not even in Fast and Furious. Damn it. Yeah, remember him and Vin Diesel? Don't they don't work well no more. Hey, maybe there's a Hobbs and Shaw in the work that we don't know about that needs promoting soon. They called up the other. Uh, they called up the other uh, huge wrestling name. To oh fill God, that slot. I, I sure hope that they don't book that and pr- to promote the new Fast and the Furious. I sure hope that's not the case. With Roma versus John again? Yeah, we don't need Big Match John to take out the Tribal Chief. Would John be the face this time? Well, John's the heel in the movie, so maybe John can be the heel. I would love John as the heel. Roman's Roman's the heel right now, so I still think John would be the face. Uh, You you know Vince doesn't like turning John heel. Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. John John is to Vince McMahon what Conor McGregor is to Dana White, no matter what. That's always going to be his boy, and he's never going to change anything about him. That'll yeah. always be his cash cow. I think you're right. I think you're right. But there should be a heel turn. I would love to see it, though. Uh, I think that's everything I got on my docket. You got anything else you want to say, brother? No, nah, we hit all my points, man. All right. Um. Well, I'm going to get to the shout-outs and... All that good stuff. But first things first, I got a special announcement. Um, Once this uploads, we will be having a video on our YouTube channel dedicated to the first five wrestlers of the pie. And in that video, we will be running a giveaway. And to enter that giveaway, all you got to do is the rules are simple. First things first. You got to make sure you're subscribed to our YouTube channel, Dangerous Jobbers Podcast, so you can, you know, see all our cool ass videos and, you know, be privy to more giveaways that we do down the line because they're only going to get bigger and better. Mm-hmm. So rule number one, you got to make sure you're subscribed, Dangerous Jobbers Podcast on YouTube. And number two, you got to comment on the video, which of the first five wrestlers of the pods are your favorite? And just like that, you're in and we'll be running that giveaway until June 4th. So Friday, June 4th, that's when it'll end. And that's when we'll announce the winner of the giveaway. And the giveaway is going to be a mystery box uh, of WWE related things. Could be elites, could be Funkos, could be some AEW in the mix, could be some ring of honor in the mix. Who knows, but it'll be a wrestling, it'll be a primarily wrestling themed mystery box. Mm. Uh, And 
Next up, I'm going to get to the shout-outs, as always. Shout-out our boy Bobby Rassels over at All About Wrestling Podcast. Absolutely. Definitely a great show, worth checking out. I know they have the uh, the greatest WrestleMania episode coming up, and I believe the greatest wrestler episode coming up. So mm, very also, also uh, next month in June, it'll be their one-year anniversary of All About Wrestling podcast. So if you haven't checked them out, you definitely got to check them out over there. Okay. Um, also, our boy Fred, uh, Fett's Frequency, excuse me, uh, D the Toy Hunter, Reckless Pops, always great people, always great uh, supporters of the show, always calling us or texting us to pick our brains and find out what we thought about the shows. And we also just went live with Fett's Frequency on his channel, so you got to go check him out as well. Uh, that's all I have for my shout outs as far as IG and YouTube go. So I'm going to kick it on over to you, Stevie. All right. Um, so again, with the Twitter shout outs, um, before I get to the regular Twitter shout outs, um, Marshall Von Eric follows us on Twitter. Hey, I don't know if you knew that. I didn't know that. I just had to recheck and see that, but that's pretty awesome. Um, yeah. Got the legacy following us, man. Greatness recognizes greatness. Uh, that would have been something to talk about if we made it to the show. But um, uh, 90s Wrestling Podcast, please follow them on Twitter. Um, another another uh, somebody we follow on Twitter that follows us, uh, Sweet Chinwag. That's a fun name for you. Um, and it, yeah, I, I do believe you say it like sweet chin music, but it's like sweet chin wag. So the sweet chin Twitter definitely, podcast. Twitter definitely has some of the best names. Yeah, it's uh, it's three fans of wrestling, um, just giving their perspectives. So, uh, go follow them on Twitter, they're hilarious. And, um, as always, the uh, the fun name Wrestling Jeebus. That I've been shouting out every week. Wrestling, uh, follow him on follow him on a uh, wrestling Twitter as well. Um, I think that's everything I got this week. All right, guys. As always, thank you for tuning in. This was a fun show. I had a blast with it, Stevie. I know you had a blast with it. Absolutely. And I hope I hope our lovely listeners had a blast on this show. Thank you for tuning in, guys. Hope you had a great one. As always, stay blessed and stay, stay dangerous. dangerous.